a frisbee champion. Yeah, state badminton. <laughs> badminton, frisbee. State he badminton. thinks he does it all. He thinks he does it all. We can't get through a podcast without pot shotting Braden at some point. So we've. Great loss. Oh, Don't three pointer. And the force erupts here. Welcome back to a brand new season of Cavs Corner. It's 2024. We're, we're back. We're back. I can't believe we're back, to be honest. I just thought when we made this podcast that it was going to be like this one season thing and no one's going to like it but we're here we're, we're back here. another season four years of running this podcast you know eight yeah. weeks after the last one after we said oh we, you know, we might do one in yeah, a no, couple we didn't of weeks do it. we didn't we didn't do it we didn't do it <laughs> things got busy hectic time that's all right we're back now though that's we the main back. thing here and nbl one is around the corner you know yes. that's what we're most excited for um should we run through the so far announced roster Let's do it. First, let's yep. do it. Do you want to do the NBA one men or the NBA one women? Uh, let's. Well, should we alternate? We can alternate. We can we alternate. alternate. Uh, I'll kick it off. NBA one men. We announced Dylan Stith. Very exciting signing. He plays well here. He does. So let's hope we get a good season of it. Exactly right. We've got Hayley Merrigan back for another season. Oh, we're alternating between the men and the women. Yeah, I didn't know that. that's okay. That's I think okay. I like that better. Yeah, all right, all right. And we've got Frosty. Nathan Frost has come back for the men. Yep, Taylor Simmons, who's currently overseas playing in Europe. She'll yep. be back, hopefully by the start of the season, depending on if you know her team uh, progresses into finals or not. Awesome. Uh, we've got Preston Boongay, fan favourite. Everyone loves Preston. He's back for another year. Megan Hedge, who's been putting in the work in the off-season, working really hard. Uh, definitely, what are you doing? The horns. The oh, horns. The horns. <laughs> no, she's, uh, she's been looking good in the practice matches so far, so look forward. Uh, look for her to make an impact. She really doesn't issue. like the horns. She it's our, like our favourite thing. Uh, Hunter Marks is back. We love Hunter, obviously, because he's a junior at the Case Cavaliers. He came through the junior program, played domestic here, everything, and he's playing in the NBL one team, and the man can jump, dunk, shoot, does it all. Taylor Gilliam, back for another season down here at the Fortress. She's been here since the start. Since the first NBL one um, season. So she's also looking good in the preseason, so look for her to fire. Uh, Devin Watson, new face. He's an import. He's come from last season. He played NBL 1 for Hobart. He was really good there. Runs the point. It's exciting to see what he's going to do. Um, we're looking forward to seeing what he does. Lauren Hippolyte, uh, former Melbourne Boomer, also New Zealand national team representative, I believe, yep. um, and competed in the three-on-three -three New Zealand team as well, yep. I think. That's accurate. Yep. yep. Uh, Adam Thosby uh, for the men. He's a veteran of the game, played NBL and NBL 1 and has played across the entire world. So, He's going to be a good vet to get into the team, show some balance, but also be hard to stop on the outside. Yep. Abigail Jackson, known as AJ around here. Uh, make sure if you see her around the stadium, she's currently coaching Hoop Heroes, I believe, uh, for some of the time yep. slots. Um, she's yeah, around. She's our, she's our brand new import, um, straight out of college, I believe. So look for her to fire during the season as well. Yep. And I don't have any more men on my list, but if you stick around for the podcast a bit later, we're going to have CEO Tammy Bauer on. She's going to give us a little sneak preview to the next men's signing. So if you want to get that before everyone else gets it, make sure you stick about for that. There might be a women's signing too, I think. She might yeah, be well... well, let's see if we can get it out of Tammy. But she doesn't tell us the names until they're ready to go. So let's just wait and see. But hear me out. Recently on our social media page, we've announced an Opal, Ash. Opal. An Opal. Alice. Alice Kunick. It's unreal. It's exciting. Not that the other players aren't just as exciting, but it yeah. is exciting to have someone who's played for Australia, represented two, 2018 Commonwealth Games gold yeah. medalist, um, played last year for NBA One. A little bit of anecdotal evidence here. Don't quote the stats because I might get it wrong. But Alice, last season, from memory, she arrived midweek by plane from Europe, landed suited up for Nutterwadding that Saturday night here at the Fortress against Casey and dropped nearby 40 points. Just off, just off the plane, dropped 40. Absolutely so, ripped us one. I'll tell you what, if she can do that against the other teams, we're cooking. We're cooking. Look, let's hope so. Um, and by the way, you can come down to the Fortress on, what is it? 
The 6th of April. 6th of April. It's around it's the corner. So close. It's, it's so, so close. close. We're excited. Uh, against our round the corner, down the highway, as Lash likes to... Uh, the high, the freeway. The freeway, highway. The it's the same thing. Rivals down the freeway. Danny Nong. Danny Nong Rangers. Um, the Rangers. Rangers basketball. Rangers b-ball. Whichever one you want to call whether them. Whether it's juniors or seniors, if you're from Casey, it's always fun to beat Danny Nong. It is always. Uh, that starts at 5.30 here at the Fortress. T- tickets, I believe, are the same. I think we've kept them the same price. $5 they are the same for a price. child. Yep. $10 for an adult, but don't come down and just purchase a ticket. Purchase a membership. Get on board with the membership drive. It's so, what, yeah, what, save, what save, save yourself some money because adults, I think there's 11 home games. Yep. That memberships give you access to all the NBL 1, 11 home games. Finals, if we make it, it gives you access to all of the big V games. Their finals gets you a bit of a discount on the store for the fan wear. It's 75 bucks for adults. So you're immediately saving money there. 50 bucks for a child, 200 bucks for a family of four. So you are going to save money if you get your membership. We want more members. DJ, Andrew, and Mots, they're both coming back. So that's exciting to see them. We know they fire up the crowd. We had near on 800 people per game last season. Party town. Come get... Well, there's going to be partying on the court and off the court this season. We're expecting big things from these teams. Going to be very competitive outfits. So make sure you get down here. Bring some noise. Buy yourself one of these. Oh, we haven't talked about the new merch yet. We'll get to the merch. We'll get to the merch. There's new stuff coming. New merch. Oh, new oh, merch. I almost dropped it. Here. We've been talking for months about this merch. I so know. It's on the way. It's, it's on the exciting. way. But before we get to that, do you want to pump the socials up? Yeah, social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Jump on board. One thing I forgot to touch on just before about the NBL one, corporate boxes are available still. There's only a handful left, but they start from 2,450 for the season. Um, get you that courtside action for eight people to every game. So, again, you're even saving money there per person if you get that for the season. Now, I know we're excited about merchandise, but we've got to get through the sponsors first. We love the sponsors. Can't do I'll it without I'll start them. off with our favourite, Guzmani Gomez. Fast food, your mum says yes to. Melbourne they have ice cream. They do Tomorrow's have ice cream. a hot day. It is hot. Get some ice Filming cream. Filming on a Tuesday. It's Filming Wednesday tomorrow. 38 yeah. degrees. Make sure you get down and get some ice cream. Melbourne Orthodontic Group. Keep smiling. Uh, and Mog, they've come on board bigger and better now. Their yep. sponsors, they love it down here. They're sponsoring our holiday camps, our girls' rural clinics. They love it. And, you know, if you come down under eights as well, they sponsor the under eights, yep. you'll get yourself some Mog merchandise at those programs. Perfect. Carlisle Homes. Build a better home. PhysioWorks Health Group, assisting Casey Basketball with the injury prevention and recovery needs. Brand new sponsor to the Fortress, Ray White Cranburn. That's a hard one to say, isn't it? It is a bit difficult, but they do a great job there. Intersport Cranburn and Casey Central for all your sports equipment and footwear, attire, everything you need from them. They've got you covered. Packing a Mazda, Zoom Zoom. We've got four cars. Is it four cars that we've got Four now? Casey Mobiles. And you know what? You haven't seen it yet. They're going to be starting soon. They're going to have personalized number plates. So keep an eye out for the Cavmobiles. Yep, there's four of them out there. Again, if you snap one up, we'll try and give you a little bit of a prize. I think, the, I think the personalized number plates say Cav1 or Cavs1234. Yep. I wanted it to say CAVMBL, Cavmobile. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> Missed opportunity. But we've got that four cars good. though. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, jag, <laughs> jag a selfie with a car and come and find me. I might give you something. Yeah, we'll get you a prize. We'll get you a prize. Um, Universal Athlete Center, UAC. They're down in Narrawarra and they've got you covered. They've got some shooting bays. They've got some gym equipment there. They've got some, especially the main thing, recovery. They've got great recovery there and they've got some personal training opportunities too. Mortgage Choice Clyde. And finally, new sponsor again, The Travel Beat. The Travel Beat, they cover all, they're a travel agency. Um, they've been at the club for a long time as participants and now they've come back on board as sponsors. So see them if you are doing any traveling, whether it's local, interstate or international, they've got you covered. Now, Finally, finally, the part you've been the waiting merchandise, for. The merchandise. We've been working so hard in the office to uh, bring new and exciting things um, to the merchandise store. We have a store. 
We have a new we store. Have a store. It's been two years in the making. Oh, we finally have a new store. I'm so excited. I love merchandise so I much. I know you love merchandise. Um, brand new coming to the store. We've got scarves. They're in the works. You asked for it. We listened. We're That's finally right. delivering on some things that we've been pestered We've about. got scarves. And if you attend an NBL One home game and you're in the function room, grab yourself a can cooler. You don't want to get your hands cold or if you're out there. Yeah, can cooler, a.k.a. Stubby Older. We're yep. calling it a can cooler. And it's got our... Uh, Theme theme song. Theme. It's got our theme song on so the back So you'll need that at NBL One Game Day because we're going to be doing a lot of winning, so there'll be a lot of singing happening. That's right. We've got new hats with a new design on the front of it. We've also yeah. got keep cups. Keep cups for all your coffee needs. And when you grab one of those keep cups, see the guys here at Casey Stadium for your coffee. They'll give you a 50-cent discount on your coffee if you bring a clean keep cup yep. to them. It practically pays for yourself if you buy 20 coffees. It, the, the, yeah, exactly. It'll Throughout the cheap. season, if you're not yep. buying coffees at Sunday trainings, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, we've got hoodies. We've got new T-shirts designs yep. coming out. It's fantastic. I love it. Fantastic um, for fan wear. Fantastic fan wear. Cavs gear. It's all happening. Jump on board. Again, jump on our website. Um, find our new merchandise store. Before And before we move on for the do merchandise. Do we want to give a code out? Mm. Just a sneaky code? We will do a code. code. Let's do a code. We will do a code. Not right now. We'll do it when we get the new stock in. All right. When we get the new stock in, listen out for the next episode. We'll give you a cheeky code if you listen to the podcast. Only it's... Podcast exclusive, it will and be. it will only be online for one day. Nah, maybe. No, no, no. We'll, we'll give it a week. week. We'll give it a good week, week we'll on our podcast. Um, but I want to touch something on the merchandise before we move on. The scars. We talked about the scars. We're excited about them. Now, if you're a long-time Casey Cavalier, a long-time fan of the, of the club, you will know that we did scarves a few years ago, the silky ones that were br- brought into fame from a couple of WNBL clubs. Yep. We thought they'd be nice. They were nice. I didn't mind them. But the scarves that we're getting in now, they are more of your footy-style woolen scarves. They'll keep you warm. You don't have to just wear it at the stadium. You'll wear it away, everything like that. So it is going to be a little different. So if you're thinking scarves and you immediately think old school, the, the silky ones, it's not that. We're getting woolen scarves in. That's right. We'll chuck up a photo, have a look, make sure you jump on board. Should we do a pre-sale? We're not doing a pre-sale because we, oh. we don't know when they're coming. I don't want to hold up people, all right? right. They're coming soon. Enough. They that's are coming soon. All right. Uh, that's enough about merchandise. Let's yep. jump into the Junior Cavaliers because there's some really big news coming out of uh, the Junior camp at the moment. Uh, we have 10 teams in VC. 10. Double digits in VC. And we've still got our under-20s who are in the hunt. So the under-20 boys. We don't have an under-20 girls team, unfortunately. Yep. Under-20 boys, I think they've still got to play another crossover yep. to get to lock in their spot. But all of the first teams yep. locked in. So 12s, 14s, 16s, 18s, boys, girls, both sides, and locked into VC. Do you want to touch on which twos teams? Because that makes eight, obviously, if you're following the math at home. Yep. Tell us which twos teams made uh, it in. We've got the under-16 twos boys uh, who are coached by your brother. They are coached by my brother. He's very excited. First yeah. first year back at the club. He I believe he texted you straight away. He did. I texted him straight away because yeah. I was following it. And for those of you at home, you know how Play HQ works. It says it's done, but it's not done. The games aren't finished. You don't know if it's really over. Yep. It said it was over. I didn't trust it, so I had to get onto him and say, yeah. is this done? Are you in? What's going on? He was stoked. Very stoked. Yeah, he, uh, he had some kind words for David Peters as well, yep. which is good to hear. And the under eighteen two boys who have uh, scraped in to the did they scrape in or did I they make it comfortably? That, I wouldn't say they scraped in because they demolished, I believe, Altona yep. and locked in their spot for VC. So that's two twos teams in the state. If, for those of you that are unaware of how VC works, obviously it's the top twenty teams in the state. They'll play in two two pools of ten. So we've got two of our second teams who are in the top twenty in the state. Immediately off the bat before yep. we've even started. Yeah, so congratulations to all those coaches, all those players, um, the coaching staff behind the scenes putting in fantastic work. If you didn't make VC, that's fine. Oh, it's not all about VC, it's all about but VC. it's just exciting to note that those things happened. That's right. Um, so 
Good luck to all the... Are they all playing this week? Or is it a week off? No, no. So there is those teams, the yep. VC teams. I th- some of them will be playing practice matches in the Pool XX if that's yep. still going. Um, pool AA from this Metro phase round one. will be done. No, it doesn't start yet. Okay. So they've all got a week off. So they'll much. all... They'll all get a week, uh, unless they're playing crossover games still. Okay. So some of our Junior Cavaliers teams, you'll still be playing Friday night because you'll still have crossover games. And we're excited to see how you finish up. Cool. Make sure, by the way, we get a lot of great feedback. We do a post every Friday on our socials yep. just saying, you know, good luck to everyone on Friday night. Let us know how you go. And we get the culture here is great. We get lots of people reply to that comment. They let us know how their teams went. Um, we don't reply to every comment, but we do read them all and we talk about them in the office staff, the coaches. They like to read them. They communicate with each other. Um, and externally from the club, we've got other people from other clubs telling us it's great to see everyone getting around each other because um, their club doesn't do it. So keep up the great work on those fr- on that front. Are we still doing a team of the week? We are doing a team of the week. Team of the week kicks off from round one. Kicks off from round okay. one. So it'll be back soon. That'll be our Intersport team of the week. Uh, as soon as round one starts, that's when that'll kick off. Perfect. And for individual player-wise... Um, there has been a lot happening, so we're going to touch on the two major things. Yep. You go for it. Awesome. So we've got Amelia Dakic and Satya Fagan, who have been accepted and given scholarships to the COE, which is the Centre of Excellence, for those of you who aren't aware of what that is. Ash, do you want to touch a little bit more on that? So the COE is obviously the best athletes in the country that have been flagged as potentially playing for Australia or have played for Australia at the junior things. Um, obviously, we know Amelia was in... The same team as Satea was in the under-15s mm-hmm. team, I believe. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, we, as we know, Amelia did her ACL, so unfortunately she didn't play. Um, she's come back from that ACL injury, being accepted with the COE scholarship. She'll be looking... She's in the Australia camp now to make the, I believe, under-17s? I think so. I'm going to say it's the under-17 yeah. Australia team, alongside Newcase Cavalier as well. Joel Robinson from the mm-hmm. boys' side. He's also in that for the boys' side. I believe it's the top... I think it's 22 athletes that participate in that camp. They're fighting off for a spot in those teams. So good luck to all three of those athletes who are trying to get spot for this, to represent Australia. You are all representing Casey proudly. Awesome. Referee news now. Brand new beginner school underway at the moment. Um, on court. On are they court. on court? Yeah. They're on court. They're on court now. As of Saturday, they're on court. So they've done all their, all their theory? Yep. So they've done the theory stuff. Okay. They're on court. They're cool. re- they don't expect much from them yet because it's only their first first weeks on there. So they'll be maybe looking to call some out of bounds and things like that and building up. Awesome. And that and that does mean that if you do see them on court, make sure you know even if you just encourage them, say they're doing a good job, um, make them feel welcome because they are the next generation of referees coming through this uh, facility, and we want to take care of them and make sure that they're feeling safe and happy here. Yeah, we shouldn't need to say it, but we'll say it again anyway. White shirts and green shirts, they're our trainees and apprentices. Yep. You don't need to talk to them at all. You can talk to the striped official that's alongside them. Um, and if they have a green whistle or a green lanyard, they are under the age of 18. That is for all of our officials. If anyone is wearing a green lanyard with a green whistle, they are under 18. So just keep in mind that when you are getting a bit upset about a foul or call or whatever happened, that person is a child. That's right. So just, And that doesn't mean you can't talk to them. It just means be respectful when you talk to them. That's right. Expression of interests are currently being accepted for the next beginner school. So if you want to become a referee, jump on board. Um, I believe they're open until around April. Yep. No, so it starts in April. So they'll, be, ta- April. they'll be taking them soon. And they, okay. they, don't, they do schools of about 20 to 30. And they yep. have 33 current in expressions of interest. So if you want to do it, get, it, get your expression of interest in. And you'll be part of the group interview process. Perfect. Uh, upcoming programs and events. You can go through that, Ashley. You want me to just list them off? I'm talking way too much. Uh, that's too much talking for you. You were telling me you wanted to talk <laughs> more. I'm throwing more to you. I'm throwing I more know, to you. I'll right, we'll quickly knock this out. Three and three tournament. That's on April 10th. Our last few tournaments have had in excess of 200 teams that is the capacity so if you don't want to miss out get online and register new system this is for the basketball victoria 3x cup 
association qualifier. So you'll be qualifying to compete at the state level if you win the top divisions there. Um, and if you just want to come have fun, that's all good too. New system with FIBA. You'll get yep. FIBA points now, ranking points as part of that. It is a little bit more, clunk- it is a bit clunkier, yep. the process, but you still, it's still the same day. So get online, register, make it, and then register your team through FIBA. Um, free clinic March 21st yep. that is filling up soon there's only 40 spots in that I think 30 of them are gone so if you w- want to come down and give the free clinic you don't currently play or know someone who doesn't currently play domestic get online sort that out and term 2 development programs so your hoop heroes kinder hoop heroes all that stuff future calves that'll be coming out in the next few weeks now we'd like to welcome a special guest Chief Executive Officer of the Casey Basketball Association, Tammy Bauer. She's here to talk about a bit of a year in review from 2023 because um, we achieved across the board some fantastic things across the entire association. So we feel it's important that um, everyone understands all the things that you might not know about. So Tammy, take it away. Tell us a bit about the domestic competition. Well, for the first time, our domestic competition actually got to 1,000 teams. So that was huge. First time ever that we've hit over 1,000. And I think that's just up from here. To put it in perspective for everyone at home, we have over 10,000 weekly playing members. Our email database is in excess of 23,000. So this is sort of people that play every week. So when you compare it to other sports like footy, cricket and things like that, we are sort of leading the way in terms of per capita people playing on a weekly basis. And I think to understand, I mean, the magnitude of how quickly we've grown, 10 years ago we had 2,500 members. Long now, time ago now. now. Yeah, now we have over 10,000. Doesn't feel like a long time ago. It was only 2014. <laughs> I felt a lot younger. <laughs> Matt, do you want to add anything? You know, you know, I don't want to take over here. Matt was having a bit of a whinge before the podcast that uh, he doesn't get to talk enough in these interviews. So, you know, we'll give him plenty of opportunity. Which, which I was surprised to hear because Matt doesn't stop talking normally. Yeah, normally I don't. But when it comes to question asking, it's a bit... Uh, a bit nervous. Bit, you don't want anything to domestic? No, we'll get I'm to, okay. we'll okay get to something domestic. a bit more exciting. We spoke <laughs> about the NBL one earlier. We did say that Tammy might... You know, she, she's... You know, signs off on all the contracts and things. You might be able to give us a bit of a sneak preview on a couple of players that haven't been announced yet. So, um, do you, firstly, do you want to talk about a bit about the upcoming NBA One season and things that might change between last season and this season? Well, I'm sure that our teams are going to be a lot stronger. We've got some really good signings. Our coaches have been working really hard in the off season to secure some really good names and some really good people to help our culture. Really, to, you know, help our culture build a really positive brand. Um, we know how great our game day is. We know how great our community supports us. So it's really important that now our teams can show exactly what we can do on court. There are some really good sign-ins, and I think we've already put out quite a few, but there's a couple of sneaky ones I might be able to share with you. It is worth noting that from our first NBA one season to our second one, one of the complaints that Matt and I had from our work is that there wasn't as many players coming back from this first season. There was, you know, so it's really good to see. And so far, you can tell from the announcements that we have a good core group that's coming back from the previous season. So all of these new additions are really adding onto something that's already here and already present in the moment. But tell us a bit about maybe a men's player first that hasn't okay. been announced. So we do we have a, a five that's been um, already signed and he's a big al- a big and he's already he's already training with us. Um, he was a development player for the Jack Jumpers. Uh, earlier in the year. It's a bit of a who am I? Yes, and then he went on to Europe and played in Europe for a little bit. So he's back, he started training, and his name is Josh Tamazi. Ooh, that's exciting. How tall is he? I've not met him in real life. Well, really tall compared to me. So in real life, he's very tall. I think he's about 6'9", 6'10". Yeah, big. That's exciting. Can dunk it, I assume. And strong, yeah. I went down to training on Thursday to watch the women's practice match and, and went over and had a cheeky look at the uh, the men's practice while they were uh, scrimmaging with the youth men. Uh, Tomasi looks like a very good leader. Uh, he's going to provide a lot of um, influential 
development towards our bigs like Archer, Patrick, and Nathan. So, um, and Hunter as well. And, yeah. Hunter, we, we, and Hunter. We we seem to f- we always forget how young Hunter really is. Yeah. Hunter's only what is he late twenties? Yeah, twenty four, yeah. twenty five. Oh, early twenties. I'm yeah. thinking late twenties. Early twenties. Mm. So he's still got plenty of basketball. Yeah, so having Tomasi well. in the team, I think, is going to really impact and bring the team together. Ah, cool. Yeah, he's uh, exciting to yeah. watch. And what about NBO on women? Some of them. I know we just talked. We do, when we talked about this earlier about Alice big signing alongside those other announcements we've already yeah. made with AJ and things like that. But you know, give us a sneak preview. So this is a this is a um, one out of the box. Shan Robardi. So she actually represented New Zealand in the current qualifiers. Unfortunately, New Zealand didn't make it through, but we are really lucky to have Shan. She'll be a really really strong um, presence in the key. I think that her strength and determination will really change. Again, a bit of that, just making us more competitive on the court. So our women's team is going to have a few national representatives because yeah, we obviously absolutely. already announced Lauren. Lauren's done a little bit of work yeah. there. She's still young. She's done a little bit of work on both their three and three and played a couple of tournaments for their senior team as well. So Sean actually plays with Lauren um, in New Zealand, also on the three on three team. So they've already got a really good chemistry. Ah, cool. That's yeah. very exciting. And there's still a few more players on top of that to announce as well. Um, and we'll repeat it one more time. April 6th, Saturday night. It's the first game, season over against our freeway rivals, Dandong. As we said earlier, whether it's juniors or seniors, we love to be Dandong here at Casey. So make sure we you do. get down to the fortress, make some noise and check out these teams in action. But that that's only on the NBL one. We've still got plenty more to do for the 2023 year in review. Um, we, do you want to touch on the VJBL? Yeah, so last year, VJBL, we had nine VC teams. In total, we had 45 teams. Um, nine that made VC, but this year already we haven't even finished our grading yet, and we have ten that have officially made VC, and we have one more our under twenties that are still vying over the next couple of weeks. So that'll be a record for us. We've never had that many in VC before, and um, it's a really exciting year. No, it's very exciting. We did touch on it earlier. We talked about uh, the sixteen two boys and eighteen two boys, which were the twos teams Fantastic that effort. make it. Obviously, our first teams made it, and. As our culture builds and we build that winning culture, we're almost going to have an expectation that those teams continue to build and make those VC representations every single year. Um, but the twos teams are always an added bonus. Um, it shows the direction the club's going and all the talent that's coming out of Casey. Yeah, and there was a really big focus this year on our twos, especially our 12s and 14s also, really trying to give them um, you know, some extra assistance to try and get them to that next level. So that's what we'll continue to work on over the next couple of years. Yep. We have a uh, we have some tournaments. Obviously, we got the Junior Classic. We had seven represent, I believe, last year at the Junior Classic. Hopefully, we get a little bit more this year. We've also coming back to the Under Fourteen National Championships, so we've got both our Under Fourteen boys and girls competing there. That's going to be an exciting year for us, I think. Yeah, look, the target's eight for classics. Yeah. That's what that that's our target. That's what we want to get in. I mean, last year was we had seven, which was a fantastic. Um, eight would be great. Obviously, that's every age group from twelve to eight eighteens. And you're right, the Junior Classic, our under-14 boys are looking amazing. I don't want to jinx them, but they're looking really good. So I'm really excited to see them, especially at Casey Stadium. And to have an under-14s kid that can dunk it on the team as well, that's, yep. that's so exciting. I'm so sure that went viral, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. Relatively viral. We tried to get it on ESPN, but yeah. no good there. We, uh, oh, come on, Ash, lift your game. I know. I think he'll be... <laughs> hey, if he keeps tracking the way he's tracking now, um, Barry will be on ESPN in no time. Um, and the under-14 girls look strong too, especially with... New coach, Mike Brookins, to the club. He's come in and taken that group. Is that right? Yeah, and yeah. he's doing a great job. And, I mean, Mike's actually our girls' director of coaching also. Um, so he doesn't just look after the under-14 girls, but he also looks after our whole girls' program under Dave Peters, our uh, BDM. But Mike is also a state coach for the under-18 Vic Metro team. So 
really good to have these sort of caliber coaches within our program. Great for our kids. And it's a shout out to both yourself and Dave as well, being able to recruit those types of coaches to the club. Uh, again, highlights the direction the case is going, which is only up. Perfect. Uh, speaking on the Junior Classic, we also host other special events. So we recently hosted Melbourne United and South Melbourne Phoenix, the first pre-season throwdown. We're calling it the first ever local throwdown. <laughs> we're, we're just branding it for, yep. for them. We're hoping it becomes an every year thing. It's a bit optimistic on our part that we get that game every year because they don't normally play each other in the pre-season, the local rivals. I think we were lucky because at the end of the day, like the South East Phoenix is obviously from this area and Melbourne United, we've been a big supporter of them and them of us over the last few years. So it's amazing to have the two organisations here. Sold out crowd of over 1,600 that came to that game, including Josh Giddy, which we know a lot of people saw and was a bit excited, excited about to see the OKC Thunder Australian. What other special events do we have this year? You asked that like it wasn't written on the paper in front of you. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well, prompting Ash. I'm prompting. I'll, I'll say, you know, we run a special event pretty much every school holidays. Yep. And I know that, you know, a three on it's a three-on-three three tournament doesn't seem pretty special, but this has become Australia's biggest three-on-three three tournament, potentially the biggest in the world. And I, by the way, don't quote me on that one. We do mean the universe's, the galaxy's <laughs> yep. largest three-on-three three tournament. But, like, in September alone, we had 220 teams compete on the one day. Amazing tournament, amazing atmosphere. We have music playing. Um, parents and the kids just absolutely love being here. And since then, like, every year, just keep – that's our capacity, 220. Yep. We can't get any more than that. If we could, we're trying, aren't we, Ash? For now, I'm trying to get you guys to start at 6 a.m. so yeah. we can fit in another 40, <laughs> you know, 50, 60 teams in. But I've, I've had a bit of pushback from everyone on that one. Maybe so. one day, maybe one day. We also <laughs> had um, an international women's team come down and play – We did. Um, was it our youth league team? Yes, it was, it was our, our youth league, league team. women team. Yeah. yeah, it was a Filipino for Filipino team, and they were great. The Filipino community got behind them, and we had so many of our Casey community here too. It was amazing. The atmosphere was unreal. I was uh, so I was on the decks that day. Um, DJing, were you mad? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was a fantastic day. Um, really well run, and hopefully we get to host another one. And, and they showed up too, because I think it was, from memory, it was a weeknight, and there's about yeah. 600 people fill, filled the mezzanine, filled around all the court and things yep. like that. Um, a lot of ticket sales on the day. The grandstand didn't come out because the ticket sales before the game weren't enough to justify getting the grandstand out because it is an expense to get it out. But we probably could have in the end with the amount yeah. of people that showed up. We packed the sideline, we packed the courts, we packed the mezzanine. People on top of four. each other in the uh, so in the camera box as well. Yeah. It was, it was if unreal. We, if we can get them back out here, we'll get that, that grandstand out. We'll fill it. Uh, we have our awards gala coming up soon. So we haven't talked about the awards gala for this year yet, yep. but tell us a bit about last year's one. It's on your <laughs> list. <laughs> is it? Oh, there it is. Where it is? Where? Host? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you wrote the list. Back. I didn't write the <laughs> list. Our awards gala. Our awards gala, we had 175 people attend, which was the largest one last year. Yep. So um, we've changed the location mm -hmm. to a bigger location to be able to fit more people in. So um, Amberley Receptions is now hosting our gala yeah. and we are really excited to try and hit that 200 mark. This is to celebrate our domestic clubs, our junior Cavaliers and our senior Cavaliers, coaches, players. Um, Let's not forget the technical officials. Yes, yeah, sorry, referees. And I, I've got things to say yeah, about yeah. the referees so, and our referees. And also, uh, also our senior domestic program as well. I believe yeah. we're, we're handing yeah. out a few yeah. awards there as well. So it's, it's a really exciting thing for the whole association to come together. That's what it's for. It is fun. Now, we'll take a second here. We'll put it up on the screen now. We've got a, the finalists are announced for the 2023 um, across all 12 awards. They've all been notified. Tickets are on sale now. So if you want to get down and support them, if you see anyone you know there, um, come down, buy a ticket. Because um, as soon as they sell out, they're gone. 
the capacity is, as we said, we're, we're trying to get to that 200 mark. I think capacity is about 250 to 300. So if it does get out of control, you will miss out. And we had about, I think about 20 people last year that missed out on getting tickets because yeah. they left it to the last minute. So don't be one of those people. Uh, SAJBT is around the corner, just so we know. Um, I think it's a week, two It'll weeks. It'll be a week. It'll be a week yeah. away when this comes. This will come out towards the end of this week. So Last year, we had a record 290 teams. This year, Tammy, what do we have? Can you guess? Uh, it'd have to be close to 300, surely. 350 Keep going. at least. Keep going. Keep going? Keep going. It's not in the fours, is it? It's in the fours. It's in the it's fours. Four fours. 420 we're looking at. 420 teams. That's going to be the largest SEJBT that's ever happened. Um, shout out to our friends, the other host associations, that's Southern Basketball, Waverley Basketball, and now Knox Basketball for their first time yep. involved. Um, it's going to be unreal, so... Obviously, registrations are closed now, so you can't get involved. But if you aren't involved and you want to come check out some great basketball before the official championship season starts for VJBL, come down. It is free entry for all um, spectators across that whole weekend, across all the venues. Um, SEJBT.com.au for more info. It's got a new logo too. It does, and a new T-shirt. Yep. And, and a merchandise. Merchandise. We, we do love merchandise here at Casey yep. Basketball. We do. <laughs> you, can, you can buy them at every venue that it's played at, so that's exciting. And it's the yep. first time we've ever done it, so... We, ha we don't know how well it's going to take off. So if you see them, buy them because there is limited stock is what I'm, is the point I'm getting out there is that there is limited stock on these because we want to be able to sell them out so we get a gauge of how many we need to buy next year. So I and think Hopefully we can get some cool designs next year as well. We if, if these take off, then you know we'll look at doing some more designs. Yeah. yeah. With 290 teams last year, we weren't probably anticipating it's a grow to 420 teams like yep. that. So there is, I'll tell you, there's 800 t-shirts coming. That is how many there's coming and how many participants we've got 420. So that's what, by 10, right? <laughs> there's 4,200 athletes here, not to mention parents, coaches, spectators, all that sort of stuff, and there's only 800 T-shirts. So if you listen yeah. to the podcast and you do see a T-shirt during that tournament, buy it because that could be your only chance to get one. Referees. We need to talk about referees. We I do. We, I think they're an under... We talk about referees every week. I, know I mean, we, we do. do, but I think they're an underrated uh, source of information for a lot of people. Well, I've just got to say, like our referee branch, when we came out of COVID, we had something like 69 referees left. That's not many yeah. with the amount of games that we run. So these referees were working every day. They were working ridiculous amount of games. But we have now, we've actually employed a full-time referee uh, technical officer development manager. And he has now, along with his referee leadership team, the RLT, got run school after school to try and bolster our stocks. And we've currently got 228 referees, he told me. Unreal. Unreal. And now, we know, as we know, they're running four beginner schools across the year, so one every term. So there's the scope there to increase it by, what do we, we think we get at least 20 that stick around. Is that right? Yeah, and I think, well, if, if it's, a t if it's say it's a, I think we had an 80% retention rate, which is really good. And they take about 30. Is that right? We, we spoke, we spoke about this earlier because we know there's 33 expressions of interest for the next school. So that's why it's important to get your expression of interest in because they, they don't take as yeah. many. Yeah, I think too, like, it's not just the, the new schools, but we've got two A-grade schools this year, two B-grade schools this year. So our referees are not just, we're not just growing the number, we're educating them. It's fantastic. They um, do such a, good, such a good job. And some feedback from the wider basketball community too is that the standards here at Casey for referees, I know that sometimes we like to get on their back a bit, but the standards here at Casey are high. Um, we, we have high expectations of the officials and it shows through the development and you can see it through some of the accolades that some of these referees are getting. They're getting medal matches at Classics and things like that. They're doing junior panel, senior panel and going all the way through to our, our junior referees as well. They've, it takes them a little bit longer to get from 
uh, white shirt to green shirt to stripes, but that's because they, when they get to stripes, you know that they're capable and of what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's due to like the 840 plus written evaluations that we do on these referees. Like th- there is a lot of emphasis going into and education going into these referees. So look out, um, we'll be on top of the world soon. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Let's talk about our development programs. Okay, so development programs for last year, we actually introduced a Kinder Hoop Heroes, which was effectively like an Aussie Hoops for young kids. So we've rebranded this this program to a Casey brand, and it's called Hoop Heroes. Three to five is Kinder Hoop Heroes, and we have 40 to 50 kids each term in that program. So that was a great result. This runs during the day, obviously, when all the other kids are at school. Um yeah, Nathan, Nathan, our development officer there, has done a really, really good job of getting this off the ground. Ash, Ash your son. He does it. Every does Friday it. morning he does it. He's actually, he's done it since the start. So I think we did like the pilot program and we've done it the whole way through. And I tell you what, for those of you at home, if you've got a three-year-old, my three-year-old spent a lot of the time running around and throwing tantrums and sitting out of the first few terms. But we persisted and now he's quite confident on the basketball court. Loves to communicate with the other kids out there. Loves to do passing drills with them, shooting and things like that. And he's going to be going in to join a team for the winter season. So yeah, awesome. he'll be five. So and the next generation of Bowers are coming through too? Yes, yes. Well, my grandson actually yep. was doing Hoop he did Heroes it, yep. with Ollie. And um, they made a nice little friendship. Yeah, the chocolate lady. I was the chocolate lady. I would bring, <laughs> I would bring chocolates. Yep. Once <laughs> once Maddie stopped doing the program, Oliver looked at me like, what's going on here? I was, Where's I, the I chocolates? Get so now I have to take a chocolate to every class. If he does a good job, he gets a chocolate because the expectation was raised. <laughs> yep. But Maddie's now playing, playing for one of the clubs too, so yep. it's exciting. That just shows how the pathway. And then in comparison, like not that this is how it goes for all the kids though, but could you tell that when you went to watch Maddie that – he had a better basic understanding of the game by doing the program. Um, he also did Hoop Heroes. So yep. after after the Kinder Hoop Heroes, he went and did the next level, which is five to eight. Yep. And um, yeah, I think definitely he you know he learned how to dribble. He knew what the court was. Yep. Those sorts of things. Like he knew how to pass. Yeah, it's that, yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily like they're going to be stars of the world, but it's just no. understanding where the out of bounds line is, the half court baseline, yeah. where to run on the court, what they can and can't when do. When my son, my my son first started playing many years ago, he was running out of the court to the baseline. He didn't have any idea. Uh, tell us which son was it? <laughs> it was Hayden. Was it Hayden? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. I, I think <laughs> it was Hayden. Had Hayden. to be Hayden. Hope cool. he's not watching this. Whilst we love the, our audience, yeah. I don't think Hayden's one of the group. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's one of the thousand people that watches every week. Maybe not, yeah. maybe so not. we were number one in Australia last year for participants in the Hoop Heroes Aussie Hoops program. For the 5 um, to 11s. For the 5 to the 11s. 3 to 5s, um, we're not too sure. We don't have the, the data for that. But yeah. 173 um, participants in the 3 to 5-year-olds. We had 1,292 kids participate. Um, in the Aussie Hoops program alone, which is a massive amount of kids. It's a massive. I mean, we're, we're hitting, like, right now, we're hitting 2.30. Yeah. Sorry, 3.30. Yeah, and that's just know, term one. Per term. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a really exciting program. Obviously, we have, like, 16 sessions over yeah. every day except for Sundays. <laughs> that's how often they run. So when Sunday session starting? Yeah, I know. I think Nathan might be. Like We've got free courts here. We've got free courts here on a Sunday. It's only a matter of time, I'm sure. Uh, speaking of Nathan, he also runs a Future Cavs D-League program, which was um, established here at Casey. I'm potentially looking at outsourcing that or getting other clubs in to Yeah, so to we, we went with a few other clubs and yeah. a few other clubs are definitely, as we see in the tournament, they've entered these development teams into yeah. our tournament. And I could definitely foresee in the future that we potentially would be playing against each other on a Friday night. 
it's an exciting program because it, it gives those kids something that number one they see their the rep actual rep teams play on a Friday night before they sorry just after they play but they also get that feel of training during the week and then playing on a Friday night in addition to their domestic yeah yeah so when it launched it was probably the first program of its sort of kind so there were development teams in the past where they might have clubs might have 10 kids or so that are young that they yeah. might train up but this is a dedicated program that covers well Let's have a look at the numbers here. Across the year last year, 508 athletes participated in that program. Yeah. So it's just gearing them up in time for tryouts. And that makes the tryouts more competitive than ever, which makes everyone better. Because at the end of the day, as we know, across all age groups, we can only take about 450 to 500 kids yeah. for under-12s, under-18s, boys and girls. Well, our under-18, uh, sorry, under-12s last season, we had eight teams in the boys and eight teams in the girls, which was the first to have so many girls teams. But a lot of those kids are coming from Future Cavs program. Yeah. And I think from so ready from memory, this is, might be pushing you a little bit here from numbers point of view, for just for the grand scheme of things, under 12 boys, which is always one of our bigger age groups, 200 plus kids tried yeah. out. Yeah, about 270, I think. And as we just said, we can only take 80. So, mm. you know, that just shows how competitive it is to get into these teams. Whilst eight teams, a lot of people in around the traps and things like that say like, oh, how can you have eight teams and it still be competitive? Well, we still have to end up telling nearly 200 kids, you don't get to play yeah, representative right. basketball for Casey this season. So. Yeah. It shows, and then and this program as well, it'll show you how you can pathway into That's that right. program a lot better and a lot seamlessly. And I believe they also go through the, the skills and the basics of our, uh, our, system. our system. So they're going into these um, these tryouts with more knowledge than kids who aren't participating in the program. Absolutely, and it definitely shows. Like when, because w- through our tryouts, we do uh, a lot of drills where you give an instruction and you're, uh, you're trying to understand whether the how capable the child is to be able to take instruction. And if they already know the drill or they already know where their receiver spots might be, those are just little things. Yep. And we'll probably touch on two more things, I think, for okay. the 2023 year because we don't want to hold you up I've all day. I've been here for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, let's talk about school visits. Well, we visited 38 schools. Primary schools. Primary yep. schools in um, 2023. Um, our target is 40. So we were too short, but we also run three academies at high schools. So that sort of makes up those extra couple. Um, but the, the school visits are great because this is where we start to introduce Casey basketball to the community. And this is where we try and get kids to come and partake in basketball and that start that pathway. And those school visits, at least the initial visit, that's free, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So if you're a school teacher listening and you haven't seen Casey come out and you are in the city of Casey, get in touch with us because we will come out to every primary school for free at least once across the year. That's correct. Awesome. Uh, we run a, um, a f- free clinic as well. Uh, 161 kids participated that last year. I'm not sure on the numbers this year. Ashley might have those those numbers. Well, we've only one run. run. No, we haven't run one. We haven't run one yet. We haven't run one yet. We have expected numbers no 40 40 we try yeah. to get 40 there's 40 yeah. spots because obviously we, you know we can't book two out courts. the whole yeah. 10 courts a.m. it's all across two courts so you have 40 kids yep. the goal we also have our girls rule um clinic that we run it's also free for girls only 105 kids participated in that last year uh we are looking to start up an under eights um girls only competition so if you're listening and you have a young girl who's interested in playing basketball sign up for that program or that competition because it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that we're really committed to making happen. Um, we're a big association and there's no reason why we shouldn't have yep. an under-eight girls competition. And speaking of reducing barriers to access basketball, let's talk about one more thing, the All Abilities Basketball. So at All Abilities, we have a social competition that we run um, midweek on a Thursday. Um, we have lots of different groups that bring 
bring down um, players that want to participate. And we used to have about 30 to 40, I'd say, probably 2022. I think yeah. it, I think we sort of built it up to about 40, and that was probably a good number. Well, last year it went through the roof. Word has spread. Oh, word has spread. Sometimes we have 100 people here. So we have five to six courts running. It's fantastic. It's a great environment. It's a friendly environment. We have... It's all about having fun. Yep. So, you know, more the merrier. That's, that's there is a cost to that too, isn't there? I think it's $5. 750 now. 750 yeah. So that's for all abilities. That's on a Thursday morning. So if you are in that situation and you want to come down and give it a try, you can come down on a Thursday morning. You don't need to call ahead if you don't want to, but you can call the office um, just to confirm that it's running. Um, that's every Thursday morning. And there are different levels of functioning across all of the courts that we run. So that's if you right. all the way from low functioning to high functioning, everyone can get involved in a fun and safe environment. Cool. Now, Thanks one more question. Oh, one more question to the spot. You thought you were getting out of it. Not yet. <laughs> more questions? But I don't have another question. I know, but uh, this is why we're, thro we're throwing these questions at Tammy. She doesn't know they're coming now. Okay. So that's 2023 okay. in review. It's just a bit of a quick uh, summation of, this, of the whole year. Tell us, what should we expect in 2024? What's some big things that will be happening? Definitely running the Nationals again. The under-14 under Nationals yep. was amazing, and I have no doubt that we'll do really well. Our NBL1 teams, I'm really excited to see them take the floor. And I love the fact that our community is right behind us. So I'm wanting to see us pack that grandstand. I think we averaged about 800 last year. Yep. I want to see that grandstand full every week, 1,000 people plus. And just the growth in this area is really exciting, right? The amount of domestic teams that we have, the great competitions that we offer, the development programs. Obviously, they're all at capacity at the moment. So if you are thinking about doing a program, register and try it because there's not so many programs available with the amount of courts that we use. That's cool. what I'm excited about. No, that's good did, did I miss anything? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh. Anyway, right. that, that's it for the season in review with Tammy. Um, now, we do run a... We used to run NBL uh, Supercoach. NBL Supercoach. Ah. I can't tell you how that went because I, I got eliminated that. in the first round of finals. I didn't I make finals. But, <laughs> but I made the grand final. You did make the grand final. I did. I got did you beaten, win? I got beaten by two points. Was it two, Matt? Or it three? was two points. Two. two points, I believe it was. To Braden. To Braden. So yeah. on that note, I think we might need to start monitoring Braden's computer action because I think he's spending too much time on this Supercoach business. He so. knows too much about it. He, he knows a lot, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> yeah. I've got to say, I didn't really get into it probably till halfway through when I realised, hey, I mean, I could actually win some. I could win here. Yep. So, you know, being the competitive person that I am, I put a little bit of effort into the second half of the season. But Braden had already, I think he already, his team was worth 3.3 million. Mine was only worth 2.2. Yeah. And I lost by two points. He knows what he's doing. I think doing. that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No, he knows what he's doing, though. He's, he I mean, so he was uh, a former uh, assistant NBL coach. NBL coach. Yep. So, he knows basketball. Um, He's also uh, was it a frisbee champion. Yeah, state badminton. <laughs> badminton, frisbee. State he badminton. thinks he does it all. He thinks he does it all. We can't get through a podcast without pot-shotting Braden at some point. So we've, we've we succeeded there. We love him. We there. love him. Um, and Collingwood Grand Final. I don't want to talk about this, but you're a Collingwood person. Tell us I about it. The feeling of winning the Grand Final. Feels fantastic. Um, someone told me the other day, oh, it's one and done. And I said, well, at least it's one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, a lot, I, a lot I, of people I, don't have that one. As a Melbourne supporter, <laughs> I know the feeling of one and done. That's all right. And, you know, hopefully hopefully that winning comes into the Casey basketball, Casey Cavalier section, and we win a chip this year. Well, as long as it's a 2023 women's. winning, because they've already lost to North Melbourne <laughs> in the preseason. So, <laughs> Pies are in trouble. And you, who do you play tonight? You play someone tonight? You don't Richmond, know. I think. Richmond. I, do yeah. play Richmond I, don't, yeah. I don't take much notice to preseason games, Ash. Well, footy's only nine days away. I don't take notice of preseason games either. <laughs> That's because you're a listener. You also don't take notice of regular season <laughs> games. So We just don't show up. Honestly, we don't show up. 
All the right. Time. Well, either either time. Either time. Oh, okay. All right. While we're talking about footy, we'll just do one more thing because we know a lot of people that love basketball also love footy. So go give us your top four footy. Top four off the bat. Oh, top four: uh, Collingwood, Brisbane, GWS, and I'm going to put a outsider. You're spending too long about this. Mm, you put me on the spot. But Tammy likes that because I can see her. She's ticking ticking uh, away there, trying to think of her top four. Let's go with Adelaide. Nice. That's weird. Um, I think <laughs> I think Collingwood, Brisbane, Carlton, and GWS. Yeah, I'm going Collingwood, Brisbane, GWS, and I can't go past Melbourne. I just got to have faith that we'll stick fat there, and I cannot put Carlton in there because I just yeah. really don't like. I despise Carlton. Carlton so it, that, I cannot put him in there. Too. I, I can't do it. I can't <laughs> do it. So I just got to trust the process down at the D's that we'll sort it out. Now, nah, cool. I think that's uh, that's probably everything that's worth talking about. Anyone want to add anything before we go? I did no. not expect to be on here so long. Well, it no. was a good chat. It was a good chat. Good chat. We might be able to split it up into two videos. So you heard it here first. Tammy Bow is going to be a regular guest on this podcast. So, no. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe a couple every season. Yeah, once a season. Once a season. Yeah. Maybe twice a season. Start of the, the season. The first episode and, every and, and season. Maybe if we're going really well, maybe by, you know. We'll jump in just around. Just before finals. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, that means we'll see you back in July then. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> better be because that's what we're relying on here. Sounds good that's to me. Right. That's what we Sounds want. Sounds good to so, me. Our final sign-off before we kick it off here, April 6th here at the Fortress. It's a 5.30 p.m. kickoff. Make sure you get down. NBL 1 action begins against our rivals at Denong. We want to beat Denong. Pack the stands out, bring the noise, and get an NBL 1 membership if you haven't already. And be there. We will. Be there. Right. 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 Double fist. Right. 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 Right.